Hey everyone, welcome to This is Steph Sober, a weekly podcast for those in need of some sober support. I'm your host, Steph, and with me today, I have my daughter, Adeline. I'm back. She's back, you guys. By, I mean, she's been in popular demand as well, I have to let you know. Actually? I, yes, actually. Oh. I've had several people ask when you were going to come back on, so. All right, well, get your popcorn ready, because this one's better than the last, I'm telling you. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what we're going to do is uh, a Q&A. I put out there on Instagram um, uh, asking for questions, and we've got we've got a few. So there's a few for me and a couple for Adeline, actually. So and we can just extend on from the topic. Yeah, we'll just use that as our talking points, right? Uh-huh. All right. So I'm gonna let you. So these first three questions are questions for me, but I will let you ask me uh, the question. What relationship has benefited the most? Okay. From your sobriety, yeah. I would say the relationship with myself has probably been the most beneficial. And I think it's the most... Imp- uh, what about me? Well, let me explain. <laughs> I think it's... My relationship with myself was not in a good place. And when you don't have a good relationship with yourself, where you don't love yourself enough to take care of yourself, you then can't take a take very good care of the ones you love. True. So I think that is the most important and the one that has benefited the most. And then that trickles down to my relationships with everyone else, including you, my dear. I feel like it has helped me because I love myself enough and feel like I deserve good things. It's just really helped me be more available for you and more present for you you're like you're the same person as like you were before but like in a different way if that makes sense like you were like your personality is the same but you're way more happier now to me like I can tell like you're not always in a bad mood and if you do get in a bad mood it's like really easy for me to put you in a good mood like back then you would not get in a good mood at all it would just stay in the bad mood yeah that's something that alcohol kind of does to you it makes you think that it's the only thing that's going to be able to make you happy it would be really hard for me to get in a good mood without it yeah okay ready for question two all right at what point did you really notice a mental shift in your sobriety what month was it i would say i had a huge shift around month five and even if somebody were to go back to my instagram they would be able to see that there was kind of this time frame right around month five where i just really went inward and really started to unravel beliefs that weren't true anymore for me beliefs that i was letting alcohol keep alive or keep me kept feeding those beliefs that really didn't set well with me and I started unraveling a lot of that stuff around month five and then figuring Wait, and was month five May yeah month five was May mm, okay mm-hmm. so was it like after our vacation yeah that's what it would really... have been after yeah 
Did you notice something after our vacation? Is that why you're bringing that up? No, but the vacation probably had a toll on it. You think? Yeah, probably. Probably. My first sober vacation. That was a fun trip, though. Last April, we went to Florida. Adeline does competitive cheer. We spent a lot of time on the beach, and I've never spent time on the beach sober, so that was a whole new experience for me, but I feel like... I did more with you. There wasn't a lot of like, oh, you just go ahead. So I could just sit there and drink. Yeah. You know? And a lot of the time, I didn't even go on vacation with the beach with you guys. It would just be you two just drinking. Adult trip. With Yeah, and I'd just stay home wishing I was there. And then I'd be scared. I would, like, call you, and you'd be so drunk. And I'd be like, oh, mom, are you good? And it would be, like, 11 o'clock there. And I'm like, oh... Okay. You guys acted like teenagers. I was, like, acting more mature on the call. (laughs) Ouch. Well, you... (laughs) Well, it's true. Okay. Do you want question three? All right, let's do question three. Do you find it easy to laugh now that you're sober? What really makes you crack up? (laughs) You make me crack up. Thank you. Thank you. I was waiting for that answer. No, but it's true. Yeah. I feel like... We, you and I, laugh have laughed more the last year together. Oh yeah, don't you? Yes. Well, also, I'm like more comfortable <laughs> around you. Tell me more about that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I can like say anything around you now. You like know everything about me. I don't keep secrets from you like any other people do. Yeah. I know. And so what do we laugh at the most? What do you feel like you and I like when we're other just other people? <laughs> but like other like we love. To, like, lay in your bed. Oh, and laugh at, like, old videos or, like... Yeah, TikToks, or TikToks. Yeah. Reels. Did you hear that they're getting rid of TikTok? Oh. They might be... Well, well, that, we'll say that for another... You guys can search that up if you need to. <laughs> we need to talk about sobriety here, not that. Let's stay on topic. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, hold on. Let's... Yeah, we let's, need to keep going on with this, because... Okay. But let's just talk about this this laughter thing, though, because I I have been having I just want to tell you I've been having a lot of fun with that with you. We need another laugh sesh. I feel like I think we're right due. now. Not right now, but I'm just saying now that this has been brought up. Oh, am I like watching TikTok? Yeah, and just stuff? like laugh. And you want to know something else that I do now, and you have to tell me that you have to admit I'm better at this. What? Because you tend to like to find. Like a video of me or a photo of me where I'm like maybe looking a little weird, like making a weird facial expression. Oh, you would get so pissed. I used to get so mad at you when you would do that. Oh my gosh. And you would make fun of me and I would get so (laughs) mad. But now... Well, you do it back to me. It's fine. Well, now I laugh at myself. Like I feel like I can laugh at myself. (laughs) Yeah, you're doing it right now. I feel like because... The narrative in my brain is not this negative self-talk, this, like, trying to be, you know, something I'm not. Yeah. I can laugh at myself when you're bullying me. There's... Okay, (laughs) but also, I don't think you're really used to it. Like, I do it to everyone. Well, I know you do. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just normal. Everyone, anywhere you look, there's probably a camera taking a picture of you nowadays. Like, always taking videos of you. And you're not always looking the best. That's like, I have those videos of you when you were drunk and you had no idea, and I just whipped them out, and you're like, oh. Yeah, she she did that the other day. I didn't know she had. And she made a reel. I made the reel. Yeah, it's, 
a couple weeks old now, but there was a reel that I let you make with some of the videos from when I was drinking. And Here, let me get the date. Yeah, it was... Those are hard to see, and those are... It's hard for me to, like, comprehend that you... It was... March 7th. So if you want to watch the amazing reel I made for her, go to March 7th's reel. Yeah, it starts out as, like, a black and white... Yeah. ...photo. But you did good on that reel. I mean, there were some parts of those videos that were really hard for me to watch. You, really? Oh, yeah. If it's like you just crin like what do you call it cringy? Yeah, when it's like you gotta think like I hate hearing my voice. So if I like hear my voice, I just laugh it out and just pretend like it's not. Don't like think it negatively and get in your like head about it. Like oh my god, I hate my voice. Like oh, I can't believe people hear my voice like this. Just laugh about it because like. And also, I learned like how you hear your voice in your head is like so differently than so different. Yeah, which is crazy, but. Yeah, if you if I show you like another drinking video, just like laugh about it because you aren't that person anymore. So like, oh, it's fine. Thank you for saying that. It is hard to it's hard to watch though. Yeah, I bet, but like, it's hard to watch those videos of me hip hop dancing when I was seven. <laughs> but I laugh it out. I didn't want to see them. It was hard to watch, but it's true. It's true. I mean, that's not really like a close. They're not really related, but it's fine. But it's kind you get of, what I'm trying to say. But it's kind of related because it's an old version of you. Yeah. That is so different from you now. Like, yeah. You didn't know. Just pretend if I'm showing you those videos, pretend that's a whole different person and be like, well, oh my like, god, what are they doing? And then like well, laugh. But it was. It is. It, right? Yeah. Exactly. Because, like, Just when pretend. You look back at that seven-year-old girl. You see someone who doesn't, <laughs> who didn't know the things you know now, right? Like the things that you that bothered you about maybe what she was doing in the video and just for context you guys I had some old videos of Adeline when she was little she liked to perform in the was, living room I was so outgoing you still are just not in that way oh. you still are just I could go up way. to anyone and start dancing yes. in front of them and now I can't yeah. do that like who so she was uh. watching these old videos of her dancing to like let it go and I mean she full on reenacted the five. whole yeah and was having a hard time with it. But I get, thank you for bringing it up that way because you're right. That is relatable. You know, sometimes we just, we're in a different place. We don't know things. We don't. Just like think like, that's not me now and I'm not going to be like that again. Oh, just like laugh about, no. just laugh about it. Laugh it off. Like you can't really change the past. The past happened. Like you got to just let it go and worry about the future. Very wise words. Okay. So we have a couple questions for you. Oh, here we go. So this this one just says, Hi, Steph. Did your daughter try alcohol? How can you explain that there's no normal drinking, air quotes, normal drinking, which we'll dive into that here. Um, Wait, I want to tell you something. I'm going to say it on here. Say it. <laughs> I took a shot of Fireball before. When was this? <laughs> Two years ago. So you can tell the person later. was on FaceTime with someone and the person on FaceTime was doing bad things too. And also like, so she was like showing off and she like took her dad and started doing it. And I was like minding my business. And then I tried it because like, come on now, when I would hang out with like you guys, I could tell like Fireball was like, cause you guys would like throw up. 
Mm-hmm. Was, I couldn't. It was violent. Like, and I'm like, okay, it can't be that bad. So actually, I didn't, I didn't take, like fireball. I didn't take a shot. I just like took a sip and it hurt so bad. And then I, she like made me take more, but I just like got away and just stayed away and let her do her thing. So like you didn't feel any effects of it? No. It just burned your throat? Yeah. There's no need. Like people like to drink to be cool. Like you can still... Like I said in the last one, you can still be cool without doing all that. And there's just, like, so much cons. Like, yeah, the pro being cool, which it doesn't matter. In 10 years, all that matters is, like, how happy you are, the family you make, like, who you're with. It doesn't, you're not going to think, oh, well, I was cool in high school. So that doesn't, your life doesn't revolve around that. That's only four years of your whole life. Like, you can't just try to be cool. I'm at high school. I'm just, like, there. I become friends with people that are, like, nice to me and I feel, like, comfortable around. And I honestly don't have many people like that in my grade because most of them that, yeah, there's people in my grade that are nice, but they do that stuff. And I don't want to get involved because I don't want to get peer pressure or anything. But, yeah, I do not drink at all. But, like, when I was little, you would always, like, let me have a sip of your alcohol, and I felt so cool. So there's a whole story. we got to tell this story because it's just... Is it the one where I was, like... Okay, in kindergarten. Didn't you you say this before on the other one? Yes, this was a long time ago. People might not have heard this story. It was, like, I can't remember... If you're new here, you'll get to hear it. If you're OG, you'll have to hear this again. Yeah, yeah. if you've heard it, sorry, but we're going to say it again. Did you find the video... On your dad took the video on his phone, so he needs to find it so you can post it. We might have to try to find that. Okay, so here here's the deal. When Adeline was in kindergarten, she got lice not once but twice, and it was like, ugh, it was bad. God. And Adeline has a lot of hair. She has she has fine hair, but I just have a lot of hair. Yeah. (laughs) And she and they loved her hair. I mean, it was insane, like so gross. So one the second time. I'm sitting there, you know, with the little comb, and you're crying because it hurts, and I'm Ugh. trying to, like, put this... And Dad was gone drinking. Yeah. He wasn't even home. And I don't even think he was no. home. You were just by yourself in your bathroom with me, like, yeah. and I drinking, ha- trying to get all the pain, and, pain, quote-unquote, Well, away. so here's the thing. As some of you parents who drank to, like... Get stressed. Get get through parenthood because you thought that's what you needed to do. Obviously, that was a moment or a time where um, I felt I needed to drink. Yeah, and if you, like, are drinking to get out of parenthood, then when you look back at when your child was five, all you can remember is just hanging out with your friends drinking while they're there just, like, watching you and you're trying to be all, like, fun. But to them, that makes them think, oh, well, I have to be drinking to have fun with my friends and I want to be a parent like you and all this Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like you're only fun when you're drinking so I want to be like fun too like yeah it's just a bad effect on the kids but at least I didn't get affected by that I just I mean yeah it's you can still like I'm getting back to the first time I was there but like (laughs) you well let's let's finish this story oh yeah yeah yeah. sorry I keep getting off topic so she's crying I'm crying I'm drinking a beer and I look at her and I said here just have a sip of this now remind I'm gonna remind you she was five and this is not a proud moment but I have to share um and she took a sip she had one sip now fast forward to a few few weeks later okay we're at she's in kindergarten 
we're at school and it's star student day. It's Addie is the star student of and the I, day. And like we said in like the past of this video or in the past of this podcast that I was a very outgoing child. Very. I could say anything and I wouldn't she, be scared. She loved to have the attention of the room and she oh. knew how to catch the attention of the room, which oh. you did in your little presentation and it was wonderful. And Blake and I were the only parents there because it was just Adeline, so we were the only parents invited to watch her present basically pictures of your family and you Thank talked God about your family. you guys were the only parents. Yeah. Every, all the other, if the other parents were there, they'd be like, oh. So at the end, there was a little Q&A and all the kids are sitting down in front of Adeline and Adeline is sitting on a chair. So she's a little higher up than them and they're asking questions and this one little boy raises his hand and he says, what's your favorite drink? And Adeline leans in and she says, well, I like lemonade and I like root beer. And then she leans in a little bit further and they're all just like captivated. And she goes, but sometimes. Hold on. Can I say it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but sometimes my parents let me drink beer. I and like then, said it like that. Yes. And then she puts her hands over her mouth. And everyone's like, oh my. And they all start laughing and squealing. <laughs> and her teacher, who oh. was really young. And we had seen, Blake and I would see your teacher out when we'd be out drinking. So we knew she wasn't like, yeah, like totally a goody judging. two shoes. Yeah. yeah. Cause she looked at us and was giggling and Blake was devastated. Oh my gosh. He was so mad. I remember we were walking out of the school and he said to me, you just had to let her have that sip of beer when, when you, uh, were doing the lice treatment, didn't you? And I'm like, okay, I wasn't even thinking that this would come back to bite me in the ass, but it did. All right, so that's your that's those have been your small experiences with alcohol. But then they wanted to know how to explain that there's oh. no normal drinking. I mean, I, I I don't want to say that there's no normal drinking because I I think that there are people out there that can just have one. And then not have one for weeks or months. Like, that's, I want to, I kind of just want to be like that. That's normal. I kind of, right. like, every once in a while, like, New Year's champagne. Like, like, have a glass of champagne. Yeah. But the problem is, is when you're drinking, when your whole reason to drink is to get drunk and alter your no. state of mind, that's not normal. No. Right? I don't want to get, like, make drinking like oh maybe a birthday thing and then oh maybe a every once in a while thing oh every holiday thing oh that's once a week oh maybe every day it like, evolves that way though yeah exactly. that's what happens that's the addictive part of it yeah and because you have it uh, you know it runs in your family you are gonna your brain and your body is more susceptible to developing it into an unhealthy habit and you have to just be aware of that. I wasn't aware of that, you know? So that's how it just progressed to where it was with me. Yeah. Okay, so next question for you. Adeline, has your views on drinking for your 21st birthday changed and why? So the first time Adeline was on, if you listened, if not, you should go back. It was a really good episode, but, um, she talked about going, oh, I'm going to drink. Yeah. On your 21st birthday. I don't really know. I mean, that's a while ahead. 
we'll just have to see even if I have that many close friends because, you know, I'm moving the hell out of this state when I'm 18. <laughs> what? I'm moving to Florida and I'm living I a know. good life. I know. So, But I'm, you don't think you'll meet people in Florida that will want to take you out for your 21st birthday? Maybe my 21st I could come back in town and do like a little family thing or something. I don't know. It's... We'll see how I am and I could change. But I'm not like planning on blackout, like drinking or anything. But like, yeah, maybe have a few drinks in there and you can have your little non-alcohol drinks in there. We can just... Mm -hmm. Still have fun. I mean, I could still do it without having drinks. We'll just have to see, but... So that's you never shifted know. a little bit. Yeah. Ever since I've we've talked about how I'm going to move out of here. Oh, because you're looking yeah. forward to that. I mean, stuff gets in the way of, like, plans later on in life. That's why you have to live in the present and just, like, not worry about the future. But all you can do is change the future by focusing on the present you can't mm-hmm. p- fix the past. Like, this is stuff we say in cheer. <laughs> but, yeah. Maybe I won't make it to my 21st birthday. You I'm, you never know. What do you mean? No, no like... <laughs> is this getting dark? No. it's. I'm just, like, trying to give an example while you never know what will happen in the future. Sure. Like, you can't worry too much. I'm just going to live life, and when my 21st comes, we'll just see how what I want to do then. Because you never know. I could maybe want to have some drinks. I could maybe just want to hang out with you and Dad and just chill during my birthday, and we can watch movies or something, like, or go to the beach or have, like, a whole... Because we'll be in Florida. Oh, yeah, I could have you guys come down, and we just have a vacation for my 21st. Like, something like that. I like that attitude, though. Yeah. No sense in looking too far ahead. Like, that's... How many? Six, seven years from now? Um, do you think your sobriety without starting the Instagram or doing the podcast, do you think you would have gone back to drinking if you didn't have much love from anyone? Like, you get love from, like, me and, like... I do. But you mean my sense of community that I've created? Like, if you didn't start the Instagram and you just tried doing it by yourself, Mm -hmm. like, do you think you would be this far and your mental health would be this good? I don't know. I would like to say probably, I probably wouldn't, you know? I, I mean, obviously I wouldn't or I wouldn't have felt the need to do it because I was 99 days sober. I was on my 99th day when I got on Instagram and I was in a really bad yeah, I rem- place. Yeah, I remember... The beginning Instagram photos and you were just like crying in them or like just trying to push through. I was kind of at a crossroads then, you know, there was a lot of, um, it's the longest I had ever gone without drinking. Yeah. And there was a lot of grief happening where I realized that that old version of me I wasn't going to, I wasn't going back. back. That part of my life was done. Mm Mm-hmm. But then I needed, I needed people. Like, I went inward for a really long time and just isolated because that's who I am. You know that about me. Like, I love my alone time so I can sit and ponder and think. But then once I've, like, come to resolutions, then I need, I need people to talk to about it. And I need people to, like, communicate with. And that's what I was looking for. And I found it. You know what else I remember? 
I don't know if you're the same, but when you were drinking, you'd always be like, after a weekend of hanging out with like a bunch of people, you would need three weeks to be by yourself to just process and just like get recharged. And now you can like, obviously you still need alone time, but Mm -hmm. you can like the next weekend still like hang out with your friends or hang out with me and my friends, like Mm -hmm. just fine. Like one weekend you would party super hard. Like I didn't influence you guys to do that. And then I'd want to hang out with friends the next weekend or like during the week. And you'd be like, oh, I just... I can't like pick them up. I'm just, I want to stay home in bed because you were so tired and you were just so like lazy and just wanted to be alone and like almost depressed. Like I was depressed. Yeah. And then it would take away time for me to hang out with people. And I like love hanging out with people that like, Mm -hmm. you do. Yeah. I like grow off that. And you like kind of, you can can grow off both, but I love hanging out with people. You are way, you are like, your father in that being very extroverted yeah yeah you recharge by hanging out with people that that like gives you energy like when you get done hanging out with people you feel like alive and like rejuvenated yeah but for me it's the opposite yeah when I hang out with people I feel like yesterday we did a lot yesterday yeah and I had fun and I'm not saying this like oh god I wish we wouldn't have done that I actually had a lot of fun and as an introvert we have to be pushed like you pushed me to go do these things yesterday because you knew I would have fun. You knew I just needed to like get out and do some stuff. And I did have fun, but I was so tired last night. Like I slept so good. I don't want to sleep like a baby. I want to sleep like my husband, (laughs) (laughs) but no, I slept so good last night. Yeah. And then like today, like this morning, I just needed, I've spent a lot of time isolated today. Like I needed to just like, okay, that was really fun. But now I need to like recharge my batteries. Yeah. And it it's like easier for you to recharge your batteries now like it's quicker because It is quicker. If you were drinking, if you were like not sober at all and we did all that yesterday, you wouldn't let me cuz I'm having a friend over like after this episode and we're going to get dinner like you wouldn't want to do any of that. And you'd be like, "No, I'm just going to eat here. You can just stay home like." And now like you are going to dinner with us and you're still you know, like yeah. it only took a short amount of time for you to like recharge quickly and everyone there's different types of people there's people like me who can just hang out hang out hang out hang out with people and there's people like you or that can like just hang out take a little break and then there's people that just you know barely do that which everyone's different I don't but when I would you know do the hang out hang out hang out hang out because we would yeah it you would know just, how the house was. Yeah, but you, it was mainly dad Right, doing that. but I would push myself. But you myself. would push yourself to do that. And I would have to drink to push myself mm, to do that. Yeah. That's not healthy. Yeah. You shouldn't, if you have to drink to be comfortable to push. Yeah, no. That's a, that's a red flag, right? Oh, yeah. And now you don't have to drink to be comfortable to push. Because I do things that are in alignment with me. I always just try stuff like, I do this too. I always, there's something I don't want to do, but you like have never done before. You just got to try it and see how like, cause you think it's going to be bad, but then you're like, oh, that wasn't quite bad. I might do that again. Don't get in your head about something, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So I have a question for you. What have you learned from my sobriety? Well, I'd see, like, you being hungover, and I'd be like, I don't want to deal with that every Sunday after going out. Like, that just looks painful. I'd rather just do it without the drinking and 
probably still have more fun, if anything, because, and you don't, like, really remember half the night, so you don't have much memories of, like, having fun, like, you gotta just do it without the drinking, it made you more crabby all the time, like, there was so many cons to it, there might have been one or two pros, which, I don't really, some people could have more, like I said, everyone's different, but, there's just too many cons and you have to think about that before you do something like okay what are the pros to this and what are the cons like that's going to be with everything but if there's more cons you probably shouldn't be doing it and it just makes you kind of like a different person like if you now were standing next to like 2020 you when covid happened yeah i it would be completely different if i'd like ask you right now to make a TikTok with me or something. And then I asked you back then. You back then would be like, no, no. You now would be like, all right, let's go. Like I don't always say yes to them, though. Well, you definitely have been more than... I do more than I used to. I barely have any videos or... Well, I have pictures with you, but like barely any videos of you back then. And I have so many with you now. When you talk about pros and cons, do you think that that's helped you in decisions you've been making lately Mm -hmm. pros and cons because i know we just had a big decision to make about cheer yeah and when i people ask i'm like yeah because there's more cons to it and there's more pros if i don't do it Mm -hmm. there's a lot of pros if i don't do it like yeah it's a really fun sport to do but there's always an end to things Mm -hmm. like you're drinking like Mm -hmm. there's always end to things life isn't infinity things aren't infinity there's chapters right yeah it's chapters And then there's the last page of the book, you know? Yeah. Well, I was talking to Yvonne the other day. She came over, and um, I was telling her that you decided not to do cheer. And she's like, well, what is she going to do? You know, that's like the next question. What are you going to do with your your free time? And um, I told her that, well, go ahead and say what you're going to do instead. Yeah, I'm going to start going to the gym and... I can, like, have a schedule around that. Like, if there's a night where I have so much homework, I can skip it and move it to another day. I could, like, with cheer, you can't do that, and you can't miss. It's a commitment. And, like, say I have family in town, and I have gym, like, and I, you know, move it to a different schedule. Mm -hmm. And I can add on to the time I'm at the gym. I could put less time at the gym. Like, it's focusing on me. I'm my own coach, like Mm -hmm. you are. Mm -hmm. And I just think being more independent like that would be, like, way more nice in like way less stress for me and yeah with cheer like the practices are hard and the competitions are fun like that's worth it but I'm like my time's up with that and the gym will just like help me stay active and still make me not really lazy like I need to still be in an active form like okay I'm gonna do this do this like I do with cheer because that's why I wanted to do it remember two years ago Mm -hmm. I wasn't doing it anymore and I was like I just need to do it. We took it. a year off for yeah. COVID. And I was like, I want to do it again, so I have something to do after school. And then I was like thinking, I'm like, I don't want to be like that again, so I need to make myself do something else. Mm-hmm. Like that. And you know what I love about that? Hmm. Is that what you're wanting to do is something positive for your health. Yeah. And I quit dance and I quit basketball in high school. Do you regret it? Do you wish you but added But do you want to know, but my reasoning, or what, you know, when I quit, I wasn't like, I'm going to quit doing these things, but I want to continue to be active, so I'm going to go to the gym instead. I quit doing those things so I could have more time to party and drink. 
And so I have to tell you that, and I was telling Yvonne this, I am so proud of you that the reasons that you want to quit and the reasons you know you what you want to do moving forward and like okay this is, is kind of extra this isn't really like for positive health but this will like make me happier i'll be able to like get my nails done and <laughs> actually get them like what i want and not have to have them blank i can get more piercings because it makes me happy when like you can just those small little things also help you like think like yeah it's gonna be hard at first i'm gonna see like a bunch of people from my team this year like having fun with it during the whole like next years but i gotta think like that's what they like that's best for their mental health like they stay in it that's good for them but like everyone's different i me not doing it is the best for me mm-hmm. and we can go watch when they yeah. have competitions in town and cheer them on and and do all that and i mean you'll have you're you're gonna find new things to do and at first i was like scared like oh my gosh my coach is gonna hate me if i'm not showing up at tryouts these people like will think badly of me but that's like sad to think that about people you can't like have people in your life that you're scared that they will like be mad at you for a decision that you want to do that's best for you like you can't be scared to say something in front of someone and like be scared that they're going to judge you when you're like trying to be comfortable around them like you have to find the right people to be comfortable around that you won't be scared of saying something that they'll like bully you for. Mm-hmm. So that was a con right there. Just knowing that that's the environment yeah, like, you're in. If you're, if you're th- just get a reality check and think like, if you are about to say something to someone close to you and you're scared what they're going to think, or you're scared what they're going to like say, like, that's not good. <laughs> like it's not good. You can't have those people in your life. You got to have like, I tell you anything. Like I literally just like told you something, but yeah, you did <laughs> two years ago. I would be scared to tell you. Mm-hmm. And now I can literally just open up. That's what I mean by like I like how you've like changed. Like that's the way you've changed. You feel safe. Yeah. You can trust me. Yeah, I'm more you comfortable know, around I'm you. I'm in my right mind and that I'm not going to be irrational in my response. Would that be a correct description? Yeah. I think, we're good. I think that's it. Yeah, I think this was a really good Once again, you blew my mind. Shall we say adios to everyone? Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. Remember, I am just a woman on a mission to normalize sobriety and living a sober lifestyle. I am not a licensed therapist or a doctor. Please, if alcohol is causing serious physical or mental health issues, seek professional help. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to hit follow so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, leaving a five-star review will help this podcast reach more people like you in the sober community. It's an easy way to spread the word in normalizing a sober lifestyle. You should never feel alone in sobriety, so feel free to reach out to me via email or through my Instagram account at thisisstephsober. Links to both are listed in the show notes.